ho, 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 ho. And then it goes straight into the gym. Is that cage. Santa? Could that be Santa? No. I think it might be Nicolas Cage. Oh, 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 oh Santa oh. Cage. Hi. He's in the cage. He's in the back. He's he's ho ho hoing. That's all he's been saying for hours. I'm a little worried about him. I've bought bountiful cage films. <laughs> you sound like Bane again. <laughs> I was born, born in, in the North cage. Pole. <laughs> <laughs> Oh gosh, okay. So this is our very first festive Nicholas's Cage episode. Welcome! We've put some lights on in the cage. Uh, I don't know. There's a tree in here. There's a tree in here. It's kind of old and rotten. Cage keeps kind of pawing at it like a cat. Uh, There's snow <laughs> everywhere. Yeah, but like the dirty kind of snow, you know, where like in the street where it just sludge. gets like dirty. Sludge. Sludge snow. Yeah, it's, it's pretty nice in here. Um... This is our first uh, Christmassy episode. We're gonna be this is gonna be airing uh, on the week of Christmas. So because of that, I thought to myself, hmm, could there be a festive Cage movie? And I thought, no, Cage Christmas. I would have known about this. So I googled Christmas Cage movie, and sure, damn enough, there is a Christmas Cage movie, um, which is what we're gonna be reviewing today. Ooh. And it is called Trapped in Paradise from 1994. Um, this is a very... Uh, it is very 1994. That's exactly what I was going to say. It's incredibly <laughs> 90s. It's incredibly early 90s. It's like very reminiscent of Home Alone yeah, and like it all wants of those to be wacky a John comedies. Hughes movie. Yes. It wants to be Home Alone. It wants to be Home Alone, but with more swear words in it. Agreed. Yeah. It's not, it's not like I wouldn't class this as a strict kids movie. It's trying to cash in on the popularity of whimsical John Hughes films, but with a bit of an edgy, like, oh, they say fuck yeah. sometimes. With cage, you know, it's cage, cage in it. Cages in it, and it's a bit darker, but it's still got the whimsical, like, score, score in the background, yeah. and it's still, like, very formulaic of, like, a John Hughes, like, 90s film um it was kind of like when we watched the trailer i was like i like if you watch the trailer you you get all you need for the movie like it, it it's perfectly will get you into the mood of what this movie is these like early 90 like crazy romance adventure wacky comedies the story of three brothers looking to get out of paradise is there a bus or a train any way they can um so so quickly um the uh, this stars has uh, the reason I wanted to watch it also is because it has a really funny cast. I think it has Nicolas Cage, <laughs> Dana Carvey, Church, aka Church Lady, aka um, Master of Disguise, aka Turtle. Turtle. He's fine, Turtle. Uh, turtle. I can't believe you've never seen Master of Disguise. No. Alice has never seen Master of Disguise, and I'm shocked. Um, and John Lovitz. <laughs> and and John some... Lovitz is. <laughs> John Lovitz is great in this movie. John Lovitz is great in any movie, honestly. But um, and in this, he's just a psychopath in this movie, right? Like, like he's the criminal. Yeah, no, he's like a psychopathic criminal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and for some reason in this world, we're supposed to believe that Dana Carvey, Nicolas Cage, and John Lovitz are not just related, but that they are brothers. Yeah, and every person in this film other than Nick Cage, is, like, mentally challenged in some way. Yes. And is, like, uh, played as, like, really slow and, like, 
I don't know, like they've had a lobotomy or something and they're already weird. And it's just like, why is this such a choice in this film? Like, why is this humor? Like the person who wrote this film was like, oh, it's so funny having people that are stupid. (laughs) So they have like loads of actors in it that are just playing the like, I don't know. And they're all like, and it's like, are these people, is this someone just being silly because they're they're funny or is it like someone's actually got like a mental issue and there's like everyone in this town has like a serious psych problem mental problem (laughs) one huge mistake i just did what the map said i made four lefts four lefts as a circle you idiot but also where's the joke like it's like funny like the first time it's like oh i get it his brother is like slow stupid but then it's like it's not like a one character joke. It's like a joke that follows like several characters. Yeah, they throughout make the, they make the, the same joke for several characters. Yeah, like yeah. loads everyone in the town. There's like several of them. Like, and it's just it's weird. It's a weird choice. It is, and I think the humor is weird. In yeah, it. <laughs> where it's just like yeah, it's just like oh, here's this small town. So of course they're all gonna be kind of dumb and not know anything and like be you know. Whatever, it's like it's typical 90s stereotype yeah, filled yeah. movie. Um, which, like I said, if you like, if you kind of know what you're getting into, I guess, going into it, then, like, because I wasn't expecting much, like, and I was kind of expecting, uh, yeah, that typical kind of 90s humor. And um, also, too, yeah, we just relied on it too much because yeah, you yeah, get yeah. those in all, like, 90s films. Mm-hmm. You'll get it every now and be like, oh, you spaz, whatever. Like, you hear it in every 90s film. And it's fine as like, well, it's not fine, but it's, you know, a <laughs> just, throwaway line, yeah, yeah, you can yeah. accept it. But the they really, like, beat it into you in this film. Yeah, <laughs> Like, it's, it's every other character is doing it. I'm it's looking weird. now, it looks like the director was also, like, also wrote the script, George Gaia. Like, he was the director and the screenplay writer. I just don't think he was a strong comedy writer. I think his idea of comedy is... Just making fun of basic. people and not like writing jokes. No. So it's like, oh, it's funny someone fell over, or it's, like a lot it's of funny someone's gags. like, you know, autistic or something. <laughs> but like, there's no actual like written joke. Yeah, no, he's not. He's it. not like a clever writer. No, no. Look at that abandoned car. <laughs> it's my car. Oh. Um, so let me just give you quickly the outline of the movie. Oh, I also didn't say I'm going to connect this. It's not a very long story. It's a very short story indeed. But um, to uh, the uh, the fateful day that Nicolas Cage in, in the city very close to us. I'm not going to say exactly where we are. But um, uh, Nick, the story of how Nicolas Cage turned on the Christmas lights for the Christmas tree in Bath um, a few years ago. So... Uh, <laughs> that's my festive cage episode deal with that um so quickly the overview of this movie so it's uh fresh out of prison alvin that's david dana carvey alvin (laughs) and dave furpo dave and alvin that's john lovitz and dana carvey uh pull their brother bill nicholas cage i just think it's ridiculous that their last name is furpo like furpo that that joke right there of that being their last name tells you all you need to (laughs) about the jokes in the movie like it's just bad um uh, pull their brother Bill Nicholas Cage back into a life of crime, but the siblings' foolproof bank heist takes a tailspin when Alvitz, Alvin Dana Carvey gets lost in the getaway car because he's a moron. Um, oh yeah, he doesn't know how to like drive a car. Yeah, but he's like, <laughs> but the he's getaway the getaway driver. driver. Yeah, 
this is the kind of just top-notch comedy it's like a classic like mo larry curly dynamic where there's like the straight man which is cage Cage. who's like mo yeah and then the other two are idiots yeah but there's one that's more More of an idiot idiot. yeah but it's like and it's like you the the guy you know cage has all the ideas and then they can't do them correctly because they're because they're just so dumb Yeah, yeah yeah exactly nicholas cage i'm getting this feeling that you're not telling me something John Lovitz. Yeah, what this feeling you're getting is paranoia. Um, that's how the criminal nitwits wind up trapped in the snowbound burg. Hold on, in the snowbound burg of Paradise, Pennsylvania, on Christmas Eve, with a bag full of stolen cash. So basically, they steal, they rob a bank in Paradise, and then get trapped in the same t- tiny town where they robbed this bank. Um, with suspicious police on one side and hospitable townsfolk on the other, could a change of heart be far away? So that's the thing. Like, there are these, like, criminals that came into this small town to rob a bank, and then they fall in love with the plucky townspeople, and, you know. And then they return the money. Yeah. Spoiler alert, they return the money in their end because they're good boys now. But surviving the nicest little town in the world. Here we are. That's the hard part. That kind of annoyed me, though, because the whole tone of the film at the beginning is, like... Different. I thought it was kind of, like, a parody of, of, like, a John Hughes film. So I thought, like, oh, they're making you think that they're going to return the money in the end, but actually it's going to be an edgy, like, it's not a John Hughes film, you know? So they're not going to, but no, they did. And and the romance in it is, like, super phoned in and doesn't make any sense like i don't know why she's attracted to cage in this film they just see each other at the bank and yeah. then suddenly they're like into each other oh my god are you okay well we're not dead if that's what you mean why don't you come join my family and me for a wonderful christmas dinner by the fire yeah exactly she she works at the bank that he robbed and she just happens to live with the owners oh of no the bank. she's 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 Wait, they, they they go to the place to begin with. Nicholas Cage, the brothers tell Nicholas Cage to go to this town because they just came out of jail and they were like, this guy has a daughter that lives in this town and he wants us to make contact with her, right? And that's how they lure Cage into it. But it was all a lie. And she, but she is actually the daughter of this guy in prison, I think. No, that's not it. Yeah. She's not the daughter of the... Really? Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, no, I guess you're right. That is all made up. No, because the, the guy in prison... Just knows is, the is, is knows the John Lovitz and... Yeah, 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 yeah. And he just wants to rob the bank. The, the girls, she's just literally works at the bank and happens yeah, right. to rent a room from the, bank the people owner, that own the bank. And then Nick Cage happens to be at the house of the family that own the bank and she happens to be in the and room she's just above like and she's like oh it's you from yesterday <laughs> yes who i saw just before the bank got robbed and you're very suspicious but i find that whimsical and, and attractive and it's, it's i don't find it creepy <laughs> at all that you're stalking me and now you're in my home um this uh woman we pointed out was uh, none other than um uh, Shelley Johnson from Twin Peaks. Yeah, because at first I was like, That's she was the convinced girl from that it Clueless. was Alicia Silverstone. And I was like, no, and then I was like, no wait, it's the. And Alice from and I Peaks. got into a physical fist fight, and then we <laughs> agreed that it was Shelley Johnson from Twin Peaks. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, who was still far too young. Far too young. Far <laughs> too young. Because she's only forty-eight now. So this was in when nineteen four. Uh, I can't do the math, but she would have been too young. Uh, 
yeah, I, I, uh, I mean, it was just kind of like, yeah, kind of like a Home Alone-esque movie where a lot of, like, goofy stuff happens, but it's not, like, uh, good. I feel like it just, just doesn't really know what kind of tone it's no, going yeah. for. Like, it's, it's trying to be a bit more adult than, you know, Home Alone. Mm. And it's trying to kind of be a parody <laughs> of it, but at the same time, it is it, mm-hmm. and it is... Yeah, it's very formulaic. I don't know. Well, it's, here, it's weird. here you go, Alice. I actually just stumbled across a Roger Ebert review, which, as we know, Roger Ebert actually, I think, is was a Nicolas Cage fan. R.I.P. to uh, the late great Roger Ebert. But um, back in 90, 1994, he reviewed this movie and he gave it a whopping half star review. <laughs> <laughs> nice. um, but the opening paragraph, I think you would you would agree with. Um, so I'm just gonna read it quickly. It just says. Uh, I would like, I would just like to say right here and now that I don't see anything funny about shots of a lot of squad cars crashing in an intersection. There, I feel better. (laughs) I know that puts me in the minority. Judging by hundreds of movies I've seen, everybody in Hollywood thinks it's absolutely hilarious to show police cars crashing, skidding, running off the road, hurtling from bridges, slamming into trucks, overturning, and otherwise being destroyed during chase scenes. I guess I just don't get the joke. I get him, you know, I get where he's coming from. It's like, I'm bored at seeing cars crash. Yes, agreed. Robbing the bank was easy. Um, he calls this movie Dead in the Water. Uh, he says that the first scene with Nicolas Cage ha- was a hopeful sign, because obviously, like I said, I think he likes Nicolas Cage. Yeah, like, Nick Cage is good in the Nick film. Cage is actually the only good thing about this movie. He actually has some really funny bits that I like, made me laugh I like John out Lovitz. loud. John Lovitz is good. John well. Lovitz is also really funny in the movie. Dana Carvey is not funny at all, just because Dana no, Carvey... it's horrible. He's, yeah. like, mugshotting the entire time. He's doing, yeah. like, a doo face the yeah. whole time. He's, he's doing a stupid accent. He's doing, like, an earnest saves Christmas, like, yeah. shtick. He's just, like, obviously like, doing I can't, a character. I can't stand it. I hate it. And I the character it. is just... <laughs> Uh, it's just not our type of humor anymore as well like no one really does that kind of stuff anymore it doesn't hold up no uh it does not hold up but cage is the best part of this movie um because he there are quite a few bits that i like genuinely laugh like like where he's like his expression he's like sticks his tongue out he's like "Mm." the best no the best the best part in the whole movie is when they're in the bank and they are talking about robbing the bank and then they come in and then they're like oh there's no money in this this is just a small town bank and then a bunch of people walk in with these like sacks of money and they say how much it is, and Cage just goes, ooh, ooh, like he just starts, like he just starts, like dry heaving. It's hilarious. Forget it. Forget what? There's no money in the vault. And what have we here? Two hundred seventy-five thousand dollars. Um, you could tell that he knew that the film was dumb. Oh, for so sure. So he was like, and this is also up. that like sort of. Uh, this is my favorite Cage. So this is the early '90s Cage before he got his teeth Cage fixed. Cage doesn't give a shit. You know? Cage just doesn't give a shit. He's he's a little cutie. With his weird teeth. Um, yeah, I love it. Love it. He's just so weird. And he does not fit in in a, like, a, a, a like family-friendly Christmas movie at all. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I didn't... I don't really have too much to say about this movie. Did you have anything else to say? I mean, it obviously I didn't think didn't it was. Down, I didn't though. think it was bad. I, didn't think I it was, thought it was far more enjoyable to watch than some of the other films it's far more enjoyable to watch honestly than some christmas movies like yeah no it was it's a good christmas movie yeah it's like a nice but it's not like it's not like it's like i would rather watch home alone like watch watch home alone or watch like uncle buck or something yeah yeah yeah, exactly that's like a better version of like a john hughes movie that's like a bit more 
serious. Yeah. It's like, hey, you got Uncle Buck. But I don't think... Like, this one drags on for quite a bit as well. It's yeah. like, you, you kind of get it, like, halfway through. You're like, okay, when are you going to return the money? Yeah, Like, exactly. I get that's what's going to happen. That's it's very what predictable. leading up to. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's got a 10% on Rotten Tomatoes. It's uh, a little under two hours. This is actually on Now TV if you are in the UK, so you can watch it for Christmas. Um... Yeah, I mean, it's a, yeah, it's fun. There's some fun cage scenes. He has the fun, remember when he has the sunglasses? He puts on those crazy sunglasses at one point in the movie. They're like bright yeah, orange. Yeah, he has wacky glasses. Wacky sunglasses. Um, you know, it's, it's. Yeah, yeah there's some good cage moments. There's, there's definitely some good cage moments. And um, like, I don't hate that we watched it. It's not like Season of no, the Witch no, where I was, was just like, I hate my life after watching that. No, it was, it was an adequate yeah. film. It was fine. Do you boys really want to do this? Absolutely! But on Christmas Eve, it doesn't seem right. And um, now let's move on. Um, but I'm going to talk a little bit about the day, the day of infamy, the day that put Bath on the map, mm-hmm. the day that we'll never forget. Um, so this was back in the day. Uh, Nicolas Cage no longer has a house, any homes in Bath, but at the time oh, he man. did. And if he did, we could have totally driven up and yeah, I mean, this Knocks was 2009, okay? So if, if he still did, we would be knocking on his door every single day because we <laughs> live relatively close to Bath. Um, so let me actually list the two homes that he had in Bath. So this was a, uh, this is from a 2009 article from The Telegraph. Um, this was big news. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not much happens in Bath. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, he had a $4 million Georgian townhouse in Bath. Um, and he also owned a five million, oh wait, did I say dollar? Four million pound? I don't know if I did. Uh, he also owned a five million pound castle in a nearby village. So that's pretty good. That's pretty cool. Um, so yeah, this was November 26th, 19, oh, it's 19, 2009. <laughs> um, the, the request, so apparently they put in the request to get Nicolas Cage just because, like, the council, the Bath City Council or whatever, I'm sure knew that Nicolas Cage had homes in the area. He was seen around quite a bit, like, when he lived there. Like, people would see him around. Um, I think he also went to that vintage guitar shop a lot, like, that's over there, you know? Um, oh, that's cool. Mm, um but so yeah so he was a well-known a celebrity in the area so i guess they i'm sure the bristol i mean the bath city council were just like well let's just ask i'm sure he'll say no you know and then he actually came back and said yes so they were really surprised um oh wait it wasn't city council sorry it was made by the request was made by a local resident if i actually read the thing in front of me uh was made by local resident emma samways who pushed a note through the front door of his house Oh my God, Alice, that could have been us. Man, maybe if we just ask him to be on the podcast, he'll be like, yeah. You think if we push a note through wherever he's living, he'll just be on our podcast? send him an email. He might just be like, all right, do Nic- it over Skype. Nicholascage at gmail.com. Yeah. Yeah, I'll find his Probably email. listening right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry if you are, sir. Um, uh, no, we, yeah, we could have done that. We could have stuck something weird under his door. Just put like a naked photos <laughs> but not of us of like a, of like a man or something oh anyway um that's john crazy lovitz. john lovitz yeah <laughs> that'd be so funny um that's crazy that they did that but like the, that a lady just literally just went up and was like will you turn he's on, a cool guy will you turn on the christmas lights and path um she said, let's see, there's a quote, uh, quote, he was our dream choice to turn on the lights. This is pretty special and he's a pretty cool guy. <laughs> Literally exactly what Alex just said. <laughs> uh, 
Quote, his management company were really helpful and approachable. Aw. Um, let's see. Rod Finley, who acts as the star's British estate manager, said, quote, he would like to spend more time here, but his film commitments don't always allow that. He takes every opportunity to visit and stay in Bath. Um, so like I said, he doesn't have any more homes in Bath at the moment, but he does have a home outside of Gloucester or like in, in Gloucester, like some area around there. We can travel. Yeah, we could go there. We could, we could figure it out. How could we find go there it? with a microphone? No, so I'm, I'm sorry. I can't it. show up at Nicolas Cage's home before I show up at Rupert Grint's home. I mean, that's oh, fuck. I have to find where he lives. He's first. nowhere near. He's not on Cage's. He level, lives in Hertfordshire. Man. He is not on Cage's level. Uh, excuse me. He is for me. That's only the best. Good, only only good film he's been in is Thunderpants. Um, that is it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good movie. <laughs> Driving Lessons is good, too. Julie Walters is no. in that. I've seen all of his movies. And he's really cute. All right. Um, da, 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 da. Uh, a resident said, quote, I'm absolutely gobsmacked that someone like Nicolas Cage has agreed to turn on the lights and will make sure he's made very welcome. I was expecting someone maybe a little less glamorous. <laughs> Did he, like, turn on the lights? With like a karate chop. Yes. Go so like, let me go in. Yeah. Let me go into the actual. So that was before um, he actually did that. Um, it looks like there's some uh, fun photos uh, from a Guardian article, which I will put on our Instagram at Cage Cage Pod. Um, oh, he looks so happy. He's like standing, and he's got like, he's got like you know those like. You know in a cartoon where they have those old-timey boxes where they're, like, going to hit, like, do a bomb and they, like, press down yeah, the thing? Yeah, yeah, You got, like, one of those bad boys. Aw. Um, let me see. Okay, this is 2009. Um, it was perhaps this that led the actor to wish the citizens of Bath prosperity in the new year. This is a Daily Mail article from 2009 by Charlotte Spratt. Um, wearing a black suit, white shirt, and festive red tie... The star of Leaving Las Vegas spoke for his lo- of his love for Somerset, where he first brought bought property in 2007. Cage, who can command up to 10 million pounds of film, said, I love Bath. I'm happy in Bath. I wish you all prosperity in the new year. I do like tradition, and this will be my third holiday season in Bath. It's my favorite place to celebrate Christmas. Aw. Cute. I think I can feel the electricity running down my right arm. I gotta, I gotta switch something here. I can, I can feel it. What's the shtick? What does he do that's I know, wait, entertaining? I don't, I don't even know anymore. Why am I looking this up? Why are we talking about him turning a light on? I don't know. <laughs> everyone's does always... Does anything happen? Does he like... <laughs> everyone's always told me about it. Hold on, let me look at the video. Yeah, I think that... The anecdote is that, oh, isn't it weird that Nick Cage turned on the Bath Christmas lights? But I don't think he did anything particularly <laughs> special. <laughs> like, it is entirely when doing possible. It. I think he just turned on some lights. Let me see. Here's the video. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if this is going to play. <laughs> <laughs> this is I don't think I he does anything do weird. My research. Whatever. He doesn't do anything but turn on the Christmas lights, but I'm still going to talk about it because I can. <laughs> this is America. Or no, it's not. It's but amazing. I'm American. I can do what I want. Um, that's probably, yeah, so he just literally turned on the Christmas lights. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
story abruptly finishes we found out that he indeed he, did turn on he, the lights he indeed does turn on the lights they all turn on it all went smoothly it all went smoothly nothing weird occurred nope apparently not and the only interesting thing about it is that it happened near us <laughs> and that's that's your christmas cage that's your christmas cage year. episode you know deal with it i don't know if I, I don't even know if we can even do this podcast more than a year because i have no idea There's what no i would more. do oh there actually there actually is another there was one other movie that came up when i googled christmas cage movie so okay but i have no other cage story because i've wasted my amazing cage bath story now i can't i can't tell this again we need to find out about his like personal life on christmas like what is he there is a really great photo of him with cal l and he is wearing a little top hat and carrying a cane doing well, maybe we can base an entire podcast around that photo <laughs> next time <laughs> that photo the story of that photo will be as interesting as the story of cage the story turning on the of Christmas the time that cage that. turned on the lights on a, a tree <laughs> the only interesting thing about that story was that an actual resident slid a note under his door the only interesting thing is that i think people we know might have been been uh, there been there or <laughs> known someone that witnessed it <laughs> that like saw cave but, from far away you know none of us did nope, i wasn't there nope but i could i could lie and say that i was there and yeah was but like, i was, was like really cool. i hadn't even graduated high school yet oh well yeah it, <laughs> the tree lit up and everyone applauded if i find other stuff and I'll then they all stop. held hands in a circle and <laughs> and cheered in and sang Nicholas a Christmas Cage, song. Nicholas Cage dressed Yahoo up like the Grinch Taurus, and came down Taurus, and turned on the Christmas tree. And then, then it all zooms out and it turns out they were in a snowflake the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> that right. is the end of our Christmas special. That's all I have. <laughs> um, all right. Enjoy Christmas. Stop listening to us and go talk to your family. <laughs> <laughs> Tell him the great story about Christmas Cage, Nicholas Cage and Bath. I'm sure it'll go well over the um, over the holiday table. <laughs> okay, bye. Beautiful dreamer. Hey, Edna, how would you like to ride in the trunk of the car? Edna. Edna, are we sleeping together? I think not. It's Christmas. Like that song, right? <laughs>